Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, good morning. It's Quinny Cantera. Joe, you're on with Quinn and Cantera. Hey, hey guys, how are you? Welcome to the show, Mr. Berlinger. Emmy Award winning, Academy Award nominated filmmaker. We're going to talk about uh, Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street, but you've done so much stuff. I just watched The Killing Fields. Was that you, Joe? That was you too, right? Yeah, Texas Killing Fields. Yes, that's part of I have an ongoing series at Netflix uh, called Crime Scene. And that was season three. Oh, it's so so many dirt bags up oh on I forty five. God, that whole Galveston area, the but dirty. Then the, the Cecil Hotel, and you did loved uh, it. You, did you do the Ted Bundy tapes too? Yeah, I'm a little serial killer out, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, like us, you're a self-proclaimed uh, Wall Street geek. We are too, and uh, Madoff, the monster of Wall Street, has to be a lot of fun for you to make. I, I bet, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I was, uh, as I said, I have done a whole bunch of serial killer stuff. So I kind of wanted to pivot a little bit with the true crime and this time cover a financial serial killer, a guy who you know destroyed lots of lives and actually shares a lot of qualities with serial killers because, you know, serial killers and Bernie Madoff, they both lacked empathy. They both were, you know, are delusional, thinking somehow they're doing good in the world when actually doing evil. Uh, it was it was an interesting show for me to make, and little did I little did I know that the little did I know that the cautionary tale that I was trying to create uh, would have such echoes and come out around the time of the FTX collapse, which just demonstrates that fraud. We haven't learned the lessons of fraud. Fascinating. I, I was trying to figure out which one was bigger than when I realized the, the Madoff thing was so much bigger than the FTX thing. It was like $68 billion or something, right? $64 billion. 64. You know, when, when the music stopped, it was $64 billion that people thought they had. The actual amount of money that was lost was more like $19 billion. You know, the $64 billion are the fictitious gains that everyone thought they had. Okay. But Nineteen billion dollars, you know, went into into Madoff's funds and evaporated. Talking to Joe Berlinger, uh, Emmy Award-winning, Oscar-nominated filmmaker behind the new Netflix uh, Madoff: The Monster of Wall Street. It was, you know, you said he has a lot of qualities parallel or similar to serial killers in a way. But I mean, he did run. Bernie Madoff ran a legit business for a while. Was he was he always a bad guy? It's interesting, you know. I think I, I, he. It, one of the reasons I'm fascinated with the guy is he did a lot of good. You know, he actually did do a lot of good. I spend a half hour a day on my Schwab account, for example. I'm a big electronic trader, as many people are. And uh, all that electronic trading and that democratization of markets really was burning. I mean, there used to be very opaque off-the-exchange markets uh, that were not New York Stock Exchange and not American Stock Exchange. This is in the 60s and 70s. It was a it was a wild west of opaque pricing and 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 just no transparency. And he kind of brought all that together into what became the Nasdaq, where Google, micro, Microsoft, and Apple currently trade on on the Nasdaq. So he did a lot to democratize 
trading because he always had a legitimate business, but on the side, he always had a fraudulent investment advisory. The irony is that if he had just focused on the good things he was doing, he still would have been incredibly successful. So what is it that drives a guy who's already successful to, you know, do this fraudulent uh, Ponzi scheme? Joe, do we have an actual number of how many people Madoff took down with him? I mean, I know some people got some amounts of money back, but nobody got it all back, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's thousands. I don't have an exact number for you because it's also a little complicated, but... You know, there were over 200 feeder funds outside of the United States. I think about 70 funds in, in the United States that all invested with Bernie. Some of the money was big institutional money, but a lot of the money was mom and pop and, and people who lost, you know, literally lost everything. The docuseries says it's going to talk about the genesis uh, of what went down and the mechanics of how it was done, which I presume is the paperwork and stuff. Can you get into any of that right now or would be giving away too much? I mean, look, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to dissect actually how the Ponzi scheme operated is not because it's so complicated, but just the opposite. It's so mind-numbingly easy what he did and so bizarre and unbelievable that it, it escaped regulation, that the SEC was totally falling down on the job, and that – and this is what we have in common with all frauds like we see with F- FTX – sophisticated investors who should have known better, ignoring obvious red flags. You know, you see in the documentary, there's a whistleblower named Harry Markopoulos, who within five minutes, as he worked for a competing uh, company as a portfolio manager, and he saw within five minutes that this, this, the, the, the returns were not possible. And he, he went on an eight-year campaign with five different voluminous submissions to the SEC, and they completely ignored him. Wow. I mean, it's outrageous. It's wild. When when, uh, when you were sitting home during the pandemic, did you dabble in any crypto, Joe? You know, I really haven't, to be honest with you. I have not been a fan of crypto because I just, I don't think, I don't think crypto in and of itself is a fraud. And I think you can, a lot of people made money on, on the momentum trade, but as an asset class, it's in sorry need of serious regulation and i'm just not one of those people who believes that governments are going to give up their currency so easily and that this can become a an alternate store of value it will be an asset class but i think the great shakeout has has only just begun i know people disagree with me i'm just you know, I'm a gold bug, and I, I like the stock market. <laughs> I'm not a crypto. I'm not a crypto guy. Well, and and, and your and your movie making probably is probably doing okay for you. Too. <laughs> yeah, right. You were single handedly <laughs> producing a, a tons of content for Netflix that we are devouring here right, on the we show. Love it. Hey, we is, love it. Is this show. still going on right now? Is it possible that somewhere this is happening, and there's a maybe there's multiple of the multiple Ponzi schemes going on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there will be another Bernie Madoff for sure. Because as we see every time a fraud happens, the SEC is great at reacting to fraud, but terrible at detecting it. Um, And we see on Wall Street time and time again, as much as I'm an avid investor and believe in some products on Wall Street, at the end of the day, you have to remember that Wall Street is in it to make money. You know, it's a a for-profit business and they are not your friend. (laughs) They can be helpful to you, but they are not your friend. And so all these wonderful commercials where 
uh, you know, we're going to help you get to retirement and you can walk on the beach and you can pay for your kids' weddings and we're your friend. All that stuff people need to, you know, really understand what they're investing in before they make an investment. Our children are doing well. They don't even need us Joe, anymore. Joe Berlinger. Yeah, did you know you can sell your, uh, <laughs> your, your insurance, insurance policy? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Berlinger made off the monster of Wall Street on Netflix right now. We can't wait to watch it. Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. Cool. Hey, appreciate it. Yeah, Take care. Quinnicantera picks 106.